Welcome to the Perfect Faith Podcast. I'm Kirk Klingerman, your host. This is episode 19 of season four. This, this is our last episode for the year of 2020, and what a year it has been. And the title of this episode is, How Did You Respond to 2020, and How Will You Approach 2021? And as a disclaimer, to be clear, this has nothing to do with resolutions, so you don't have to worry about that with me. But I know it's been a year of challenges, to say the least. And I know if some of you have suffered loss and lost of loved ones. And to you, you have my sympathies, my condolences. I'm sorry for your loss. And I pray that you've been finding healing in the midst of your mourning. In fact, I pray that the Lord's given you joy for mourning and that you become more aware of his presence than ever before. Because the Lord said he would never leave us or forsake us. So that means his presence is with us. It's just a question of our awareness of his presence. So to you, again, I am, I'm truly sorry for your loss. And I just pray that you and your family is connecting with the Lord and finding joy and healing during this time. I don't know about you guys and gals, but... Each year towards the end of it, as, I, as we start coming into the new year, I find myself reflecting on what took place during the course of the year and start to check my heart and just examine where my relationship was with the Lord. You know, was I in the center of his will? Was I doing what he wanted me to do? How was my relationships with other people? And all these different things that come along with that. And honestly... When it comes to the Lord, I believe it's a good idea just to check in with him every day and check yourself where you're at with him each day and where you're at with his in relation to his will. But that being said, you know, as I come up to the new year, I do find myself a little bit more reflective than I might normally be during the course of the year. What about you? What lessons did you learn? What was your takeaway from 2020? You know, Jesus said in John 16, 33, and of course, read the entire chapter to get full context, but this is one of the things he said. These things I've spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you will have tribulations, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. So one question I have for you is, did you experience his peace? Did you allow his peace to rule in your heart? If you were one that was facing stressful situations, did you grant yourself permission to be at peace? Because that can be kind of a tricky one sometimes, especially if you happen to be helping other people navigate through their circumstances. I think we as humans have this propensity to think that if we are worried or stressed out, that is a sign that we care. But honestly... The best way to care, the most responsible thing we can do is allow his peace to rule in our heart. Because our peace actually helps other people have peace. And then, of course, when you're in a state of peace, it's easier to navigate, make decisions, interact with other people. I don't know about you, but I found for myself anyway that if I'm at peace, it's much easier for me to be patient with other people. Whereas if I allow myself to get stressed out, that patience isn't there or isn't as readily available to me as it normally would be. And here's a little secret about peace and patience and love. All these things are part of the fruit of the Spirit. So if you find yourself having 
a struggle going on with, with that peace, about maintaining that peace. Literally step back, breathe in, breathe out, and just submit to Holy Spirit and allow His peace to rule in your heart. Grant yourself that permission. It's okay to have peace. It's, believe it or not, it's okay to be okay. You know, we don't have to feel bad if we have peace and some other people don't. In fact, one of the best ways we can help connect people with the Lord is simply maintain that peace and they will see a hope inside of us that they will gravitate to. When you start giving people hope, that enables them to experience His peace. And when they connect with the Lord through Jesus Christ, they do find true peace and true hope that surpasses understanding. Here's another question. Did you rejoice? When things got tough, not just 2020, but any time, did you rejoice? And Romans 5, 1 through 5, says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God, And not only so, but we glory in the tribulations also, (laughs) knowing that tribulation works patience and patience experience, or another word for experience is proven character or approved character. And experience hope, and hope makes us not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. So we have things to rejoice in. Just the fact that we have a relationship with the Lord. Now think about this. Everything we face, the circumstances in which we find ourselves, has a shelf life. It does come to an end. The world as we know it has a shelf life. Jesus is our light. He's the light in the tunnel. He's the light at the end of the tunnel. And there will be a new heaven and a new earth. So everything that we're exposed to right now is temporary. So rejoice in hope. Rejoice in the Lord. Secondly, what's important about rejoicing is it actually helps strengthen your faith. You know, in other words, strengthens the position of your faith. Because in reality, and this is a different lesson and I won't get into it, we walk by the faith of Jesus. We're simply to put our faith in Him and trust Him and allow His faith to operate in us. And then as He speaks to our heart, we just act according to what he speaks to us. That's walking by the faith of Jesus in a nutshell. So as we rejoice in him, this says the joy of the Lord is our strength. We rejoice in him and allow his joy to just penetrate our heart and walk. Again, it gets back to what I said earlier. As you submit, and submit to the Holy Spirit, his joy will rise up in your heart. And there you're going to find strength to endure the hard times. And then when you connect that to hope, realizing that I have a positive expectation waiting for me because that's biblical hope. It's not wishful thinking, and most of you know that already. But let's reconnect to that hope, knowing that we have a sure foundation on which to stand, on which to have peace, on which to have hope and joy. So the question is, did you rejoice during this time? Okay, so as you approach the rest of your day today and on through 2021 and the rest of your life, or however long you have on this earth, will you purpose in your heart to rejoice, especially during difficult situations? 
That is the time to start connecting with the Lord. And here's a third thing about rejoicing, is that it's actually a sign of trust. It says that God is faithful. And he is faithful, by the way. He is faithful who promised. And he is faithful to help you navigate through what you're going through because he's that kind of God. He is a good, good father in spite of what any of our experiences with other people might say. How about this one? Did you ask for wisdom? James 1.5 If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that gives to all men or all people liberally and upbraideth not, or that's without reproach or without chiding or reviling people. In other words, he's not going to needle you because you need wisdom. He's inviting you to ask him, and it shall be given him. So in other words, if you ask the Lord for wisdom, he's going to give it to you. So if you lack what you need in the moment that you, you are in, he is faithful to deliver the provision that you, you have. So whether it's an actual physical provision or an understanding or wisdom as to what to do, he's got it available, available for you. And here's something to take comfort in again. It's just simply this. And some of you have heard me say this a number of times before in some of previous podcasts and interactions. The one thing that I take comfort in when it comes to the Lord is knowing that before I was in any given circumstance, the Lord knew about that circumstance before I got there. In fact, long before the creation of the earth, he knew where I would be at that time. But not only did he know about it, he made provision for it, right? Just as he made provision for our sin through Jesus Christ, he made provision for you during this time that you're in. So this is a time, again, to ask for wisdom. Lord, show me what I need. Reveal to me what I need to know, what I need to understand, and how to navigate through the time I'm in. So this would be a great time as you start preparing your heart for the days to come. To start asking the Lord for the wisdom. And here's another cool part. The Bible says that Jesus has been made unto us wisdom. So Jesus is our wisdom. So we have an infinite amount of wisdom at our disposal if we would just simply for lack of better words, take advantage of it. So in the upcoming years, obviously, ask for wisdom. Rejoice and allow his peace to rule in your heart. So what did you learn this year? Here's a a final thought, or final question, I should say. With all that took place, with all the minutia of everything, Did that act as a distraction to you? Was it something that took you away from the Lord? Or did it allow you to draw closer to him? And I've heard a number of people say, you know, if I just had more time, I could pray more. I would spend more time in my Bible. I'd spend more time spending time with the Lord. There's a number of you, including myself, that had periods of time where we didn't have work to go to because of you know, basically being quarantined, right? So that afforded us opportunity. So did you take the time and spend it with him that you said that you didn't have before? I'm not chiding you. Honestly, I'm not. I mean, these are questions I ask myself. And then the other thing is, as I was referring to earlier, is were you allowing the situations, the circumstances of the world distracting your relationship? In other words, were you so focused 
as an example, watching the news, talking about the various things, whether it was the COVID, whether it was the elections, whether it was the riots, et cetera, et cetera. And again, I, I said I wasn't going to get into that, so I'll leave that go. But the point is, were you able to shut the TV off or the radio off? Or were you able to shut down even the social media as they were starting to focus so much on that, that you began to cloud your head with all these things and maybe found yourself coming into a place of fear or worry or discouragement? It's so easy to get stuck. You know, it's so easy to get um, pulled into that stuff. You know, it's just like politics, same thing. It's easy to get sucked into a political spirit. And you watch that like crazy. And the next thing you know, you've lost all this time that you could have had with the Lord. Where, you know, really, again, the Lord could be telling you the things that you need to know about the time in which you're in, but you get so inundated, maybe not you, but some people, get so inundated with what's going on that they lose sight of the relationship with the Lord and what he's trying to tell you or tell, and so on or tell them. Again, I'm, you know, no condemnation here. It's just points of clarity. Did we allow the circumstances of the world to draw us in? That was one thing that Jesus talked about in the parable of the sower that sows the word, which talked about the seed that landed in the area of, uh, of the weeds where, where the weeds choked the seed. And what were the weeds? What, what, what were the tares? They were the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, the lust of other things. It's so easy to get consumed with what's going on around us that we lose sight of the Word of God. And that's why I'm asking, was it a year of distraction or was it really a year where you drew close to the Lord? I mean, it was actually your best year ever because of the circumstances. You know, and that's something else, too, is learning how to take the precious from the vile. There's a scripture in Jeremiah where the Lord's talking to the prophet about doing just that, where you just take the precious away from the vile and throw the vile away and just draw near to him. You know, it just sets you up positionally in a better place. You know, it's just like Romans 8:28. We know that God works all things to the good to those that love him, who are called according to his purpose. So we know that in spite of everything that's taken place, the Lord's going to use that for his glory, and he's going to use that to bless you, even when it doesn't seem like it's much of a blessing at the time. That's another lesson. Were you able to see the good in the bad? Just going to try to wrap this up, and you know, I, I do pray that this is a very prosperous year for you. First off, prosperous for your soul in your relationship with the Lord that you do come into a closer place with him and that if you feel like you've been off center in terms of his will I just pray that this year is the year that you get right in the center of his will because that's where you're going to find the most joy that's where you're going to find the most peace and I just pray that he reveals to you those things that you need to see but with that have a happy new year, a blessed new year, and uh, until the next time, be blessed, my friend. <laughs>